0: Hi, this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids, and I'm so excited that you're joining us as we talk about how we can disciple our kids. So grab a cup of coffee and let's chat. This is my friend Angie, and she is here today to talk to us about discipling kids. So she is the director of preschool ministry at Green Street Baptist Church. And how long have you been in that position now? Um, since about
1: March of last year, I started the intern, interim ship and um, then actually took the position probably around July of last year, so almost a year right awesome. now. So tell me about your family. Well, um, I have a 24-year-old uh, son, Colton, a 21-year-old daughter, Hannah both of who are engaged right now and getting ready to get married this year. Um, And then we have a three-year-old, Bella.
0: So you actually have a wider range in children than I do. Yes. Because I have 24 to now he's five, Uh and you've got a three-year-old. Yes, just not as many as you do. (laughs) (laughs) So what has been on your mind recently that you want to share with our guests? Um, I would love for people to
1: really know... uh, Kind of a little bit more about who I am and why I took this position, Yeah. why I felt the Lord was leading me to do that. Um, it's not something that I would have chosen for myself mm-hmm. after my kids were grown, but I really feel like, and Nathan and I both feel like, the Lord gave us a preschooler again so that we would not really have a second chance, but have a different perspective for parents nowadays. Yes. And then being in discipleship with you. The Lord is just continuing to confirm
0: what He's doing in our lives right now. Yeah, because it is—it's yes. unique to have a preschooler mm-hmm. and a grown child. Yes, it was unique when that happened to me, and mm-hmm. you actually have even more of a range. And you had stopped right for many years. Mm-hmm. I mean, your kids were pretty much grown, and then yeah, you got your sweet new little one. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, what has what what encouraged you to take this position? Um. Probably, I've I really
1: always worked in the church um, throughout when my kids were growing up. I was in student ministry and still involved in preschool ministry, helping mm-hmm. Diane along the way. And um, again, when Bella came along and then Diane decided to step away. It was one of those things that the Lord was prodding on my heart to do, but me going, I could never do that. Like, (laughs) that's not me, I can lead in the background and that's still really kind of what I choose to do is in the background sort of thing. But um, the Lord is calling me to do different things just like this today that I would have never done before. (laughs) But he's pushing me and he continues To push all of us to
0: do what he wants us to do. Yeah. And Diane was the previous preschool director Mm -hmm. here or director of preschool ministry here. Yes. And so, and we can't, any of us can't do anything on our own, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, whenever Mm -hmm. the Lord calls you to do something, he's the one that gives you the strength to be able to do that. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure that you've. I definitely feel that. Yes. Yes. So you have read Training Them Wisely, Discipling Mm -hmm. Kids. You were one of the first people that actually did read the book. Mm -hmm. So how has it changed your family's life?
1: Uh, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, before I read the book, I had started the discipleship group with you, which I think has been more one of the things that has changed me more in my life rather than reading the book. But in growing in my discipleship group, and then reading the book it just continues to confirm what I felt our parents needed nowadays. Yes. Like I can see back when my older kids were younger, some of the things that I did wrong or some of the things that I needed as a parent back then that I didn't know how to ask for or I didn't know that I needed. Whereas now in this different time of our life and having Bella, being in this position, really asking myself, what do I as a parent need right now with a preschooler Mm -hmm. and trying to um, convey that in my ministry area? Yeah. So, and this book has just been another tool, very easy to read, Mm -hmm. very practical, like specifically practical things that you can do with your kids that are just like, oh, why didn't I ever think of that? (laughs) Or this could be so easy to just you know um put into my life in a daily um daily practice with my preschooler and with my husband and with my walk with my relationship with god yeah so yeah
0: a lot of the first half of the book we'd been i've been teaching that mm-hmm. as we were going through the discipleship group together so that's a so you kind of touched on this but when have you grown the most in your spiritual walk and what caused that growth um.
1: Probably four years ago, we had a really tough time in our life, and um, God was forcing me to change. Mm-hmm. He'd always told me what I needed to do, but I said, no, I'm good. I'm good enough. I go to church i'm on the church staff you know i have churchy friends and churchy friends yeah (laughs) i I know all the words to say and i do my devotions and but the lord really hit me with no this is not enough Mm -hmm. you need to do more and um he caused some things to happen in my life where that's how he had to get my attention and it was hard for a few years and i don't know that i would necessarily say I'd want to do it again yes but I'm so different now than who Mm -hmm. I was yes that I'm able to look back and say God thank you yes and thank you that you were a part of my life through that Mm -hmm. and I can um now sit here with you and encourage other people that um People are not always who they seem to be on the outside. We Mm -hmm. can fake it very easily. Yes. And um, growing in relationships with God and with other people to let them see who he has been in my life is really what I'm called to do right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, to be open and transparent. And I don't think that any of us would want to go through some situations Mm -hmm. that we've gone through. But it's in those valleys that really and truly, your faith is tested Mm -hmm. to where you learn not to fear, you learn to lean into God, and you have the biggest life lessons that there are to learn. I feel like that's my time of the most growth is any Mm -hmm. time that I'm going through challenging situations. And I'm actually glad that God allows me to go through those times. It's not easy when you are going through them. But like you said, looking back, There's a few times in my life where I would not choose to go through them, honestly. But I did go through them. And because of that, it made me have... It's whenever you realize that you're not able to do things on your own Mm -hmm. even more. Because whenever life is easy, we can kind of feel like, oh, we're doing this. right? And not be looking as much at what God is doing or putting... It's like our pride can almost creep mm-hmm. in where we think mm-hmm. that we're doing things that actually every day is right. God that allows us to do it. But even more whenever we're doing having those struggles and how close he can feel to you. Right. During mm-hmm. those times too. And Sometimes ha- far away, you know, being you have mm-hmm. to just you have to dig into his word and reach and um, be able to really spend time with him. But that yeah, those times of hardship actually are huge times of growth as Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. and using
1: my story to help Mm -hmm. other people where in a a way that I wouldn't have been able to help them
0: um, before because of what he's allowed me to go through because of what he's allowed you to go through but also because of your transparency and Mm -hmm. honesty Mm -hmm. because many people go through things but they're not willing to be transparent and honest Mm -hmm. about what they've gone through Mm -hmm. and just being willing to to share that with others is important as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're hearing the bouncing and stuff, it's the preschool <laughs> next to us and <laughs> the banging. Um, so your favorite verse or passage of scripture, that's the next thing I wanted uh-huh. to ask you about. I know that there's a lot, but
1: yes. Well, I think through different stages of your life, you have different verses. So growing up, Um, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, because that's the verse athletes Mm. use. And (laughs) I wasn't necessarily an athlete, but I did play volleyball, and that was a huge part of my life growing up. Um, And then um, prior to probably five, six years ago, it was Romans 8.28, and we know all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. Um, that was really my go-to verse and God I'm I'm struggling but I know there's mm-hmm. a purpose in this what is it that you want from me and then now going through discipleship um, it's 1st Corinthians 13 and you know everybody knows the verses love is patient and kind it does not envy or boast it is not arrogant or rude but mine goes on to it it does not have its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Yes. That's what's speaking to me now because I kind of feel like I'm a kind person, a patient person for most of most of the time. but the, it's those times that I'm irritable yes. or I don't get my own way, that the Lord is really not that I hear the verse before I'm actually irritable, <laughs> but <laughs> he brings it to mind. Wait a minute. We're, our focus is on love, loving others and loving God, and that involves not being irritable or yes. having my
0: own way at all times. And, yes, and because so. love is action. Mm-hmm. So we actually memorized this chapter together, and I do think the irritability, that was really what mm-hmm. spoke to me as well, because if I can stop at irritable, yes, then I don't get to angry. And that made a big mm-hmm. difference in my life because... If I'm feeling irritable with my children, that's not showing them love. Right. And being able to recognize that immediately, and love is so important. You know, Jesus Mm -hmm. said that that was the first commandment to love the Lord your God, and the second is like it to love your neighbor Mm -hmm. as yourself. And that parable that he gives after that about the good Samaritan that stops and the Samaritan and the Jewish man—they were enemies, and yet. He loved in action. He mm-hmm. cared for him. He went over to him, made a bridge over to him, and, and cared for his wounds and went above and beyond where he was willing to spend whatever mm-hmm. he needed to bring mm-hmm. healing to someone that, as a Jewish man, would have despised the Samaritan. Right. And he was willing to do that. And just that our love needs to be these actions, just like Paul talks about in 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. 13.
1: Moving beyond, hey, I'll pray for you. Yes. To actually, what can I? what can mm-hmm. I bring you? What can I you know, how can I help you in this way, rather yes. than the simple things of,
0: oh, I'll pray for you. <laughs> yes. And like you said before, also, when, they, when you say that you're going to pray, go ahead and pray mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to be able to, to do that, that action for them then mm-hmm. and make sure that people do feel like they're being loved.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you have a preschooler. Yes. How do you <coughs> disciple your preschooler right now?
1: Ooh, she's kind of all over the place. Um, But we just try and be intentional with devotion times in the evening. Um, We really bounce off of what she does on Sunday mornings because, again, preschoolers learn from repetition. Mm -hmm. And so we do use those take-home sheets as a memory verse to learn or Mm -hmm. a story to go over. And I can really tell that the teachers are investing time in her and yes. going through those stories with her. And then, of course, with preschool worship, we go over the the songs again at night. And then, you know, throughout the day, it's just teaching her, her who God is. Mm-hmm. And God created things. Mm-hmm. God created the sun and the moon. She loves the moon. And we talk about that and being kind to people. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, you know, responses that we um, – are intentional about telling her God loves her we love yes. her and really our discipline nowadays is a whole lot different than it was before mm-hmm. it was more in anger and why didn't you do what you were supposed to do because you know better mm-hmm. she hugs us after every single discipline and we do we do spank but it's so important that she knows that no matter what she's gonna be loved yes and um, I think that's so important nowadays and that she realizes that um, she can mess up and we all mess up but that we
0: still hug each other at the end yes and still love each other Mm -hmm. at the end Mm -hmm. that's so true and repetition is so important for for preschoolers because you can keep doing the same thing and then it it does it sticks with them because of that um, I've seen that with Daniel. Mm -hmm. I was telling you this past week, he has started praying all the time. And then I went and was volunteering, and I Mm -hmm. realized that what he's been learning about this month is prayer. Mm -hmm. And every time that somebody gets hurt, he'll come sit down next to them, and he folds his little hands and squints his eyes really tight. And he's like, well, we need to pray about that. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's the sweetest thing to see. But just having that repetition, it wasn't something that, It was what he needed to start, like, praying all the time now. Mm -hmm. And also, I loved what you said about just throughout the day. Because we can have formal time that we disciple our kids or time that we're reading with them or Mm -hmm. snuggling with them that is consistent. But if you're also just continuously having conversations throughout mm. the day and constantly pointing them to God, mm-hmm. that sinks in because that shows what's important and what you're thinking about right. to them. Mm-hmm. So even little comments throughout the day can make a big difference mm-hmm. in their worldview and what they're saying. Right. And we God. don't talk
1: to God in the morning and at lunch when we have lunch and at supper. And then before bed, we talk to God throughout the day. Yes. We have a relationship with him. He's our father. He loves Mm -hmm. us. He's completely accessible to us at all times. He's just waiting for us to call on him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. So next, you also have grown kids. Yes. So how do you pour <clears throat> into, disciple, what does that look like for you with your grown children? Especially now, I mean, they're getting married and mm-hmm. going through some changes in life. and Right. So I don't get to be with them, of course, as much as
1: I'd like to be. But throughout this journey of life, in the first period, it was me giving them my wisdom and the Bible thoughts here and there and really trying to drive in them how to be moral people. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays the Lord just tells me to listen, to love, and to pray.
0: <laughs> oh, I agree. You cannot pray enough no. for grown kids. No.
1: And he, he can do more in their lives than, mm-hmm. you know, me on a phone call with them or yes. seeing them face-to-face. So we do talk, <clears throat> you know, are you going to church? Have you found an, a good church home? Do you have Christian friends? We we talk in general about that, but as far as the Lord working in their life, I'm leaving that up to Him, for sure, because yeah. He can do so much more than I ever could.
0: Yeah. And there's foundations that you established <coughs> with your children throughout mm-hmm. their life where you were teaching them about God, teaching them spiritual disciplines, and once they are grown, they do. They make their own decisions, mm-hmm. you know, and that is the best thing that we can do for them, So to continue to love them and continue to pray for them constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much so. So how about for marriage and all of that, now that their wedding's coming up, do y'all talk about future with their spouse? And I guess Uh, you talk about the wedding a lot because you're making wedding plans. Yes, more
1: with (laughs) Hannah right now than uh, Colton because his is in, in December and we're a little bit more involved in Hannah's right now. But um, Nathan does a great job in um, being able to say the hard things. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I'm sitting back and listening. So he does a lot more of the challenging right now, especially with Hannah's fiance Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, we love him, and we think that God has brought him into our lives to, to be able to, um, to share life with him yeah. and to um, just love on him like we love our daughter.
0: Yeah. Which is exactly, that's how you want to be. You know, you want to be able to love your, I I go ahead right now and I pray for my kids' Mm -hmm. future spouses even Mm -hmm. now because that's that's an important part as they come into the family and I Mm -hmm. want to go ahead and be covering them in prayer just like I do my own children. Mm -hmm. So how do you show love to your kids? Do they have different ways that they understand love more? Is there something specific (coughs) for them? Is there something in general you do? I'm a giver. Um, Colton is
1: over at the house probably every other week because he's our landscape lawnmower guy. Nice. Um, so I'm always leaving him drinks or, you know, snack bars or whatever. So I'm a service and gifts kind of girl. And mm-hmm. so that's how I
0: um, portray love to my kids, too. So how do you show Bella with love and with service and gifts? <laughs> like what type of things do you do with your um, littlest?
1: spend time with her, really intentional time with her, um, putting the old cell phone down, which sometimes I have to remind myself to do for sure. Um, and when she's running around the house, really just going, okay, the Lord, the Lord is pricking at my, my heart and saying, put that phone down or dinner can wait. Or like Mm -hmm. I told you the other week, um, I've been getting up early since we started doing our discipleship group. Yeah like at 5 or 5 30 because I needed to have that intentional time with God in yes. the morning and she was getting up early not giving me that time so I just set the time to come up uh, get up earlier well that was giving me extra time in the morning where we were just kind of fumbling around not doing anything because mm-hmm. I don't leave the house till eight and the Lord told me the other day You've got a whole hour to spend with this girl. <laughs> Figure out something to do with her. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been fun um, making more intentional time with her and, instead of just letting her run around the house like, like she can do by herself. Yes, but. and
0: I think really having a grown child at the same time that you have a baby, because the days feel so long
1: mm-hmm. when they're
0: young and in preschool. But having one that's grown, you realize too, just, I mean, I'm sure this happened to you where you realize they grow up so fast, much mm-hmm. more, yeah, so much faster than you realize. Mm-hmm. And so for my last two, because I had pretty much a grown child for them, I don't know, it was just like, almost like a, I don't know, I just appreciated, like, I loved oh, yes. my, I love all my children equally. But the appreciation of each of those moments, whenever I realized how fleeting they were, I just, I don't know, somehow I just realized it even, Mm -hmm. I was more grateful, I guess, for each of those Mm -hmm. moments I got with them. And it just made it a lot easier to put things down and to go spend time with them. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, because I know, I know each of the stages of life now that Mm -hmm. they, I mean, not all of them, because my daughter's only 24, I'm sure that they'll be the grandparent stage and all of those things. But through, growth, you know, through a grown child, I don't know, it just makes me appreciate that so much Mm -hmm. more. So... What do you love most about being a director of preschool ministry? Mm. Um, Definitely
1: the kids, you know, seeing them come in every Sunday morning and Wednesday evening and seeing their smiling faces. And at first they had no idea who I was. (laughs) Like They saw this lady every week behind the desk. But now I know their birthdays, and I know if they're playing basketball or, you know, dance, I've seen them in the parades, and they wave at me, and it's just, it's so sweet. They're so loving, and, you know, don't see the faults in you all the time. There are some that (laughs) will bring them out to you, but... um, but they're just they're just sweet and I love to see their little faces and see yeah. my church, definitely.
0: Yeah, I can tell that whenever you they come in, you're always like, "Hi, i am uh, just greeting each of them by name and you do you times, know their birthdays. Unfortunately, and... I forget the parents. so <laughs> just it's just because I'm trying to be intentional with your preschooler. So. Yes. well, and they've got the cute faces uh, <laughs> I right up to a preschooler. So if you could say one thing that you're truly deeply grateful for, what would it be?
1: Um, forgiveness and second chances. Oh, I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very thankful for that as well. I think everybody as believers can be very thankful for that. Sometimes we try and hide in church mm-hmm. what we're actually like, but all of us sin every day, mm-hmm. and we always need to be thankful for that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I try to be open and transparent in discipleship group, mm-hmm. and whenever I've sinned, be like guys I did this and you know right. like because I think it just it does it helps to be open and honest and people can realize that oh everybody you know yes. everybody sins mm-hmm. and we have forgiveness and we're supposed to come to God and he does forgive us and we can immediately have that relationship restored with him
1: mm-hmm.
0: so your morning routine you mentioned that you get up around 5 or 5 30 now 5 30 I know yes. it's changed your your routine has changed so tell us what it looks like uh-huh. now
1: so um, the alarm goes off at 5 or 5.30, depending on what day it is. If it's a work day, it's normally 5. If it's not, then it's 5.30. <laughs> I pushed it a little bit. <laughs> but um, the first thing I do is pick up my phone to read my Bible or go over to the computer to, um, to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, spend that time with God pray for my friends and my family um, because we do have a list going w- with our discipleship group that yeah. that changes every time we meet mm-hmm. um, as to how we pray for each other and um, then Bella normally comes down within 30 minutes and we start <laughs> our day together but it's just so different when you start with your relationship with God yes and that making that a priority and it was hard at first it Mm -hmm. definitely wasn't easy and there were days where I wanted to hit the snooze but because of the accountability that we have and I know that these ladies love me and love um, or really desire for me to have a personal relationship with God and for that to continue growing
0: that it just pushes me to be who I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be I love accountability Mm -hmm. I do I I I never miss my quiet time anymore, but when I'm in a discipleship group, for me, my hardest spiritual discipline is by far memorizing scripture, Mm -hmm. as you know. And so that is, if I'm in a discipleship group, I'm memorizing scripture. Mm -hmm. If I'm doing it with my children, that's when I memorize scripture. But on my own, Mm
1: -hmm. it
0: just, that's, I need that accountability Mm -hmm. in my life in order to continue that spiritual discipline. And I think it's so important because... There's something different. I I don't know. I love studying the Bible. I love reading the Bible with a purpose, Mm -hmm. asking those three questions What do I learn about God? What do I learn about myself? How can I apply it to my life? And I also love scripture memory because whenever I'm memorizing scripture, I'm saying it over and over to myself, and Mm -hmm. it just becomes so much a part of who you are and what you're doing and what you're learning because it's really a a form of meditation. I feel like that you're Mm -hmm. meditating on those words even more. And you can say them in your head as you're driving to right. the
1: mm-hmm.
0: d- driving different places. And so, yeah, I just think that all of those are really important. And accountability is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. So, what motivates you? Because you said it was hard to get up in the morning. What motivates you to get up in the morning? Seeing
1: the change in my life. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and and realizing that it's my job now to use what God has given me to help others yes yeah moving from that me 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 Mm -hmm. and being afraid to let people see who I am yeah and just going I am who I am and God has brought me through all of these stages so that I can share what he's done for me Mm -hmm.
0: And having that relationship with Him, being able to do it. And I love what you said because so many times when we have a quiet time, and I did this for years at the beginning of my quiet time life, where I would have a quiet time and I might tell one or two other people about what I learned. Mm -hmm. But there's just something so wonderful about being in a discipleship group. The Bible says we're supposed to encourage Mm -hmm. others with Scripture. And being able to have a group of ladies that every day I hear, from them about what God is teaching them. And God points out different things. I mean, the Bible is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And he points out different things to each of us. Um, And I just, I love that because I can apply what he shows me to my life. And then I can read everybody else's, what they write, Mm -hmm. be like, oh, I never even thought of that. Like the the one that really does stand out to me was from you where, I had read through this list of really bad <laughs> sins, and it was like, yep, didn't murder, didn't. Okay, good, I'm good. And I just flew through that list, mm-hmm. didn't even think about applying it or anything, and then you had written in. I I got to that list, and at first I was like, well, I haven't murdered anybody, but then I started thinking, well, have I shown hate towards someone? Have I mm-hmm. And dug deeper into what those sins actually are? And I went back and, and reread the list. I got to confess some things mm-hmm. that I would have just completely missed and skipped over had we not been encouraging each other with those scriptures right so
1: and and like you said it is living and active so the next time I read that I might not get this I might get something totally different out of it but it's really realizing when I started reading the Bible like we have been Mm -hmm. realizing that it's just one big story of broken people that God continues to use And he can do the same in our lives. And he still does.
0: Yes, reading the Bible in context, in whole, Mm -hmm. reading the entire book, it is so different and so important, I think, because you don't want to just get one nugget that can be taken out of context. You Mm -hmm. want to know what it is in the context, and you want to be reading it in whole. Because the the Bible says that every scripture was there for a reason. Mm -hmm. So if every single one is written for a reason and is profitable for profitable to us, and we need to be reading all of them, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So in the last few years, one habit, one belief, one thing that you've changed that's been the most important thing that you've changed in your life? A consistent daily
1: relationship with God. (laughs) That seems to be the theme here. But, I mean, it really has changed my life. Yes. Like, it just makes so much difference. Mm -hmm. And accountability group. I think yeah. it's extremely important because before I was kind of a loner as far as um, women in my life. Mm-hmm. There were I have a few close friends, and that's really what got me through my hard time yeah. um, a few years ago, um, was those friends that had been there all of our lives. So that's definitely important that you yes. have those. But um, now being in this relationship with you ladies, it's just like, I didn't realize how much I needed that, mm-hmm. you know, and how much you can give to me, but I can also give to you also. And that's so important that we're growing together, together as a big family mm-hmm. and that when hard things do happen, you I can call you yes. and you're going to pray or I can text you and you're going to pray. Yeah. And um, so that's extremely important, which is another thing that I never... You know really put value on like yeah. i go to church i see women i say hi but to really get deep down into people's lives yes it's just so much more important because
0: they're walking the same mm-hmm. roads that you are yes it and it helps with your the, parenting mm-hmm. everything you know like that's the thing is that as we become disciples and as we are discipling others We're going to naturally, I think women are just so nurturing, Mm -hmm. we're going to naturally disciple our children more because we naturally are going to be in God's Word when we're actually in God's Word and excited about it and excited about our relationship Mm -hmm. with Him. That just flows over into your children's lives naturally. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, I think it's, yeah, yeah, so important. I agree. I cannot imagine not having a discipleship group, Mm -hmm. honestly. And as much as I love my discipleship groups every time, Uh, There's also comes that time of multiplication Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or you have to move on and get a new group of ladies that you're invested in. But what I love is that even women that have never been in the Bible, how much they can still contribute Mm -hmm. to the discipleship group and how they can start from scratch. I mean, start from having no quiet time at all to literally within that week, start having a quiet time every single day Mm -hmm. and being consistent Mm -hmm. and just having somebody that loves them and has that accountability with them and Mm -hmm. the difference in their kids and their kids not having a quiet time at all. And then going, starting Mm -hmm. to have a quiet time because of what they see their mom doing. Mm -hmm. So whenever we are investing time in God's word, we're also investing in our children in that, you know, like Mm -hmm. as moms, we can be like, oh, I need to do this for my kids, this for my family. But that's my time that I need with God that then mm-hmm. overflows to them, mm-hmm. and I do. I have to have that time with them mm-hmm. each day, too.
1: Well, and you're so good at um, showing people grace when they don't do what they're supposed to do. If we yeah. didn't memorize our scripture or we didn't, it's just, you're just, okay, we'll do better <laughs> next time. You know, it's not a big deal to you, whereas no. before, no. as a leader, I kind of took it personally. No, that's their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. All I'm here to do is to share life with you, yeah. bring you along, encourage you yeah. how I can. And
0: the Lord is going to work in your life help, yeah.
1: however he
0: can. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody's got different situations going on in their life. Mm-hmm. And if they truly desire to spend time with God, he's going to draw them mm-hmm. to him. And that's what I have everybody pray at the beginning. And that's what makes the difference, too. Like accountability means so much. It really does. But having that relationship with God Mm -hmm. where you've asked him to draw you to him. He's going to do that. That's a prayer he wants to answer, Mm -hmm. and he's going to draw you to him 100%. Worthwhile investment. I know that this is going to be hard because there's many, but one worthwhile investment that you made in your kids, what would it be? Hmm.
1: Well, now the best investment that I've made is working on my relationship with God. Yes, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's the best thing I can do for Nathan. That's the mm-hmm. best thing I can do for Colton, Hannah, and Ella.
0: Yes, it is. So I agree 100%. And it took me a while to see that as a parent. Mm. You know, you're thinking, let me do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. for you and let me nurture you and care for you. But if you don't have that relationship with God, if you don't have that biblical knowledge, How are you helping them to have a biblical Mm -hmm. worldview? And I just think biblical literacy is so important. Mm -hmm. I think having that relationship with God is so vital to our lives. Mm -hmm. And we get to know God so well as we know the Bible. Mm -hmm. And as we spend time with Him in prayer, I mean, as we spend that time every day with Him, and that makes the biggest difference in our kids' lives. Yes, and letting
1: them know that you mess up. Yes. Because I was the perfect mom, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, I never made any mistakes. I knew what, what you were doing wrong, but, you know. But now with Bella it's like, oh honey, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have yelled at you. Will you forgive me? And you know, just just yeah. walking through I mess up too. Yeah. We all mess up. Yeah. But it's what we do in response to
0: that mess up. The being honest with mm-hmm. it. All right. And then the last thing, since you are the director of preschool ministry. <laughs> what's one overall tip for discipling preschoolers? If you could give parents a tip for discipling their preschoolers other than their walk with God, which is the most important?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, lately has been, we've made a push to really allow parents to see that their relationship with their spouse is very important too. That's why we've done the Parents' Night Out the last two months and we'll have one more um, in March. It's that relationship with God first and then your the relationship with your husband. Because growing up, my, my older kids, they came second. Or actually, they probably came first, if I was honest, um, before Nathan. And now our intention has to be you and I mm-hmm. before Bella. Yeah. That time that we can spend together is so important for her, even though she might have to be away from us, or we might have to have her play over here, that her realizing that my relationship with uh, Nathan is so important to me, and that's what God
0: calls us to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and that's something that's hardest mm-hmm. when your child is in preschool. Little yes, because when they're so young, you have to have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. They get sick more often. You're exhausted from them waking yes. up at night, mm-hmm. and it just it's it's the hardest time to to really put time into your relationship with your spouse. But that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense because if we do and they know that, that they have that solid foundation, then that helps them as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much You're for talking welcome. with us. I really appreciate it. And we'll, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just clap.
1: Yeah. Right. See you next time. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Film an outro afterwards. <laughs> That's what it now, I, I now know it's called an outro. When you leave, you film
1: an outro. Okay. Didn't know that before. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Awesome.
0: I, I really didn't want to, and you know, that's always my prayer when I see. Hi, my name is Renee Christensen, and I am so excited to tell you about my new book, Training Them Wisely Discipling Kids. We as parents and as a church must help this next generation stand strong in a world that is increasingly hostile to Christianity. In training them wisely, discipling kids, we will address challenges faced when trying to spend time in scripture and prayer. This book will help you grow in your relationship with God and other believers. Practically and lovingly disciple kids. Equip kids to have a firm biblical foundation and know God. Understand common questions kids have today. Using the Bible as a basis, I explain how you can grow in your relationship with God, be discipled, and disciple your kids. This book is not about a program, but rather about our relationship with God plus intentional, loving, Christ-centered relationships with others. You can find it on Amazon, and I just pray that it is a blessing to you and that you're able to pour into kids' lives that are around you because of what you learn in this book.